0: Hello, I'm Will Yeoman, and welcome to another episode of The Pod Well Travelled, where I'm joined today by travel editor Stephen Scarfield and aviation editor Jeffrey Thomas. Gentlemen, welcome back to The Pod. Thank you, Will. Thank you. Later on in the show, Penny Thomas is joining us. She's going to be telling us a little bit about uh, the wine regions in and around Adelaide and South Australia, because she's going to have a wonderful piece in this weekend's West Australian Travel section. But in the meantime, um, we're going to talk islands. We're also going to talk about Air Mauritius. Yes. So we'll get we'll
1: get on to actually. Let's talk about that now, shall we? Yeah. While we're talking to you, Jeffrey. Yeah. Well, what's the news? Well, look, they start services um, Wednesday today, uh, coming in from uh, Mauritius um, twice weekly, uh, coming back after a two-year absence, and uh, a, a real new gateway option into a, into the islands of of uh, of the Indian Ocean and. A, South Africa, Mm -hmm. and also onto Paris and London. So some really interesting uh, um, developments in that space. They've got the uh, brand-new A330-900neo, which is a far more advanced version of the A330 Airbus that Qantas has got, for instance. Um, A real eco-friendly aeroplane, burning about 25% less fuel. Mm. Very comfortable interior. Um, And the twice-weekly service connects with a daily service service to Paris, five times weekly to London, uh, which will be on the A350, which is another brand new aeroplane for them. A really beautiful bit of kit, that is. Um, And then they've got a daily service to Johannesburg. uh, I think it's three times a week to Cape Town. Okay. And then multiple services to Madagascar and uh, Rodriguez and also Reunion Island. So there's some really interesting options, not only Mauritius itself, which is Mm. a magnificent, magical kind of place. Um, a real good stopover option if you're going to Europe, and of course a great connection to uh, to uh, South Africa. And, and how are they priced? Price wise? Well, look, like all airlines at the moment, a little bit expensive in mm. the near term, mm. but uh, in, in into next year, very competitive. Uh, and pr- prior to COVID. Uh, They were they were offering some amazing deals, uh, both in economy and in business class, through to Europe. So I I expect that will return. Mm. Um, Although there's going to be a little bit of pressure on that route, uh, particularly when if Qantas, well as we as we as they've said, they're going to suspend their Johannesburg service uh, at the end of March. Then Air Mauritius will be the only connection to, uh, or the only real direct connection, if you like, to Johannesburg from here. Uh, So that there might be a bit of price pressure um, um, next year. Mm, Okay, Stephen, Mm.
0: Amaris, not not a lot not to like there.
1: No, no, it's been
2: it's always been such a good service out of Perth because Mm. it's you know through all sorts of things that have happened over the last twenty years, um, it's been a a really reliable destination for us. You know, it's an hour, eight and a bit hours. um, You know, it's a single flight non-stop flight so all of those things have made it a very good destination of course the resorts here are pretty fabulous and the resorts in mauritius it's always been quite interesting it's been with with the readers it's been kind of interesting over many many years to just convince them about mauritius because the pricing always looks a bit more but they Have this half board, so basically your meals are included, your dinners included. Mm, mm. Um, But of course, absolutely beautiful resorts, Um, and it's it's an interesting enough island,
1: you know. Um, And on that, one of the things they were talking to me about is the fact that with those resorts, so many of the additional things, the water sports, the the snorkeling, all those are they're all included. That's right. That's right. So when you when you add up the dollar value, um, that's exactly right. It's great value. Yeah, and it's
2: always, we've always had the kind of barley ruler, that everything is measured against barley, less so now. Mm. But, um, so Mauritius always, you know, we always sort of struggled with with traction, with just telling readers, you know, explain, we've always explained this value, but that, you know, never quite, never quite had the volume, perhaps. sure. But I think that's it. Say it's been great, and as Jeffrey says, I mean they used to put in some pretty good business fares mm. via Mauritius to Paris, mm. which, is, which is it's not a bad route for us, and with the stopover thrown in, that's pretty good.
1: And they code share, in fact, uh, on forty services of Air France's from Paris. Mm. So if you're going mm. beyond Paris, um, mm. um, then uh, you know there's some there's some seamless, uh, relatively seamless travel onwards. Uh, from Paris to mm. 40 destinations.
2: But, but I think, as Geoffrey said, you know, the issue <coughs> the issue that really comes up is this access into sub-Saharan, Southern Africa, mm. South Africa mm. in particular. Um, and as you mentioned, Botswana, Zambia. I mean, you can get in from, from Perth in Western Australia into... Um, Addis Ababa, for example, or into Ethiopia or Kenya via the Middle East is is fine, you know, and Singapore mm. Airlines, of course, fly in there. But I think for that, for Johannesburg in particular, and that is a hub, mm. Air Mauritius will you know, is such a, a great option, given that Qantas is, I mean, you can pretty much say that their restart to Johannesburg is shambolic. At, at it best. is. I yeah. mean, you know, in the in the first interim, because the border issues, which should have been considered before they announced the flight Mm. you know they're going to bus people from one terminal to another for months and months and then stop the flight i mean it's just
1: yeah it's pretty well disgraceful it is it is a mess unfortunately Mm. yeah so good
2: old air mauritius
0: okay well going from one island to 3500 islands
2: oh yes oh uh, a good segue yes you see what i did there (laughs) well (laughs) out today
0: (laughs) as in right now Just out, Island Jewels, The Natural History of Western Australia's Islands by Ian Abbott and Andrew A. Burbage. Um, It's a very fine tome here. And look, okay, 3,500 islands sounds like a lot. And of course, they're not all what we would think of as islands where you can go and visit and have a nice time with the wildlife and everything. However, even if there are only a few hundred of these that are visitable mm. that's still a lot more than what we would know mm, most absolutely. of us would know anyway
1: but, but do they have a rottenness bakery on them
0: the <laughs> well that is the key question isn't it you know do they have quakers? that is the key question but these guys look they've been around for a long time they're naturalists and um scientists and um they've probably got a 100 years between them of experience and they've been to a lot of islands not just throughout this part of the world but throughout the rest of the world stayed on a lot of them um investigated a lot um the natural habitat the history and um what they call changes in the biota so what 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 is causing the changes over a long period of time in these islands and so forth so okay Stephen.
2: yes that's very yes sorry i
0: was going to say how many of these islands have you been to (laughs) (laughs) very well
2: traveled man quite a few i mean i was just thinking through because you know i mean jeffrey before we came on air sort of said I thought there was just rot nest, which is probably a, <laughs>
0: it's well it, it's thank a you. slight exaggeration thank, thank you but Stephen yeah. well <laughs> Je- given Jeffrey's limited island, possibly not I don't uh, um, no, there's Garden
2: Island as well Jeffrey. yes yeah, no, right. I have of been there yeah. the Thousand yeah. Islands of the Buccaneer Archipelago and the Kimberley absolutely you know and the tide races coming through there you get these 10 11 metre tides mm. so they're like white water rivers between them so I spent a fair bit of time there mm. Um, if you think of, you know, one one area for islands that we don't think of so much is the um, is out out of Dampier, is the Pilbara
0: mm-hmm. coastal islands. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: a lot of which you can camp on and stay on. Yep. You know, out of sort of out of Headland and Dampier. Um, I suppose we think of that area as being industrial, you know, but you can be a few kilometres off to the side around those islands, and it's just amazing.
1: Mm. Like, um, and then you've got, the, you got the magnificent islands off uh, Esperance. That's right. You've yep. got the Recherche mm.
2: Archipelago. Mm. Mm.
1: Yes,
0: all, all of which they, they cover here. i can just mm. looking at the different sections. They start right at the top there with the, the tropical Ks. Now, in my ignorance, I didn't know what a K was, so I had to look it up. And I, sh- I should I should should have been fairly obvious. Yes. But um, shall we explain? To yeah, yeah please. Just, well, just in case. <Yeah>. It basically you know yeah, like it's a just the letter k a, or, it's, it's 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 c-a-y c-a-y-k is yeah. is like an island that's on a reef that's am i right, right? it's basically well, that's sand but it's on a reef for yeah, yeah it's just, just a sand island yeah I mean, exactly yeah. right so you can imagine there would be quite a lot of those mm. along mm. the west australian coast yep but these guys break it up you know to say the start at the top you've got kind of narrow you've got the um the kimberley the tropical K's, then you go down past brew uh, the northwest offshore, then the northwest inshore. It's around Karatha. then down to Carnarvon. Chapter six is the um, Guta Raguda. Do you know? Do you know? Yeah. Or Gu- yeah. Can you explain yeah. what that is? Sorry, I'm again. I'm displaying my ignorance. You're looking at um,
2: you're looking at a sort of geographic area. I geographic suppose. area. Yes. Yeah. it's okay. interesting. They've called it that. That's the Carnarvon area.
0: Right. Um, do you think they they're using the the original indigenous yeah, names for are. some of these areas? Yeah, that's an okay. Interesting thing to do yes and of
2: course just south of there is where it all comes together for me which is the Houtman Abrolis Indeed, islands, indeed indeed. of course we call the Abrolis but there is another set of Abrolis Islands off South America
0: indeed there is which is why, is, which is why is you the distinguish the two yes
2: but mm. the halt- in terms of islands for me this is where this is kind of the crux point because the northern band of islands if you like the tropical islands and the um, the coral spawn you know that's associated with those from the Raleigh Shoals and so on down, kind of it, the end of its range is pretty much the Abrolhos Islands. Mm. And then the southern range, which includes all those islands we talked about, off Esperance, and, you know, the Tamil limestone coast islands up to Rottnest and so on and through Durian, they, the sort of cold water comes as far as the Abrolhos Islands. Yes. So that's where you get this weird mix so mm. the Abrolhos is kind of the, the, the crossroads of all our islands as well. Mm. Very like the Galapagos is.
0: Indeed. I mean, I'm just looking yeah. at the, the, the chapter that so they've devoted quite uh, a bit space to the um You've got coral and
2: cold water species like the Australian sea lion. You know, and to see Australian sea lions swimming over coral is kind of weird because it can only happen in an overlap like that. Mm. And then you've got the very deep water uh, out three kilometres deep canyons just to the west of it and shallow water between... The Abrolis and Geraldton, of course. So you get the bird species. You get a, w- a weird mix of bird species
0: as well. So it says here 210 islands in total for the Hoopman Abrolis. That's qu- quite a lot. It is, yeah, it is. You it, is. Know. it is. Yeah, which is it really is. interesting. And the lovely thing about this is each chapter, it's prefaced by um, some original uh, writings by uh, an earlier explorer. Um, so, for example, this is... Um, Archibald Campbell, who's probably not a well-known explorer, but he's writing in the Australasian newspaper describing a visit to Rat Island in 1890. Oh, fantastic. So there you go. Mm, So you get that lovely sort of sense of history as well as all the the very clear scientific facts and figures. Um, I I guess you won't find travel advice and and what the best bakeries are (laughs) or hotels. (laughs) It's not (laughs) that kind of book, exactly.
2: But books, books like this are just so fundamental, you know, to putting in knowledge about the state and collecting mm. knowledge about the state. But also, for us as travellers, I mean, that's the sort of solid background that we,
0: we like. Oh, absolutely. Look, well. you've got geology, climate, you know, all the different Who's mammals, biological discovery. Who's published this? fine is this Is it, Lesh, it Leshenault? Press. Oh, yeah, it's okay. a local local yeah. um, press. Um, I think it's around $60, and as I say, it's just out today. You can go onto the website um, and order a copy. I wonder if there'll be a local launch one would think so wouldn't there we'll have to if, if we if we discover that information we'll, we'll probably put a little something in our travel pages but look my goodness it's got tables I mean Will, will is now lost in a book I am graphs <laughs> yes. it's you know yes. it talks about you know mining human impact um, island management ecological restoration of course a lot of um,
2: this well it's interesting you mentioned the mining because a lot of the mining on the islands right is Guano yes of course spurred Yes, stuff, yes. (laughs) Um, Which, of course, you know, was used uh, widely as ammonia was used as a fertiliser. I know, indeed. Um, But also, you know, has been used in explosives as well. I was just thinking because if you look back to Cloud Street, Tim Winton's Mm. novel, Mm. you know, it begins with the guano mining out on the Abrollo Island. I'd actually Mm -hmm. forgotten about that. Remember that and the accident? Right. Well, nice link. So, you know, Mm. a lot of that is intrinsic to our... Publishing literary history No you're Australia absolutely
0: well. right Yeah mm. it's, um, hey, I could have thought book of, book I, th- I could have Had a crude joke On the tip of my tongue then But we can't swear On no, the podcast don't. So <laughs> no, we <please> won't <laughs> <laughs> But anyway A great reference book It's something we're going to Keep in the office here To use Can you give yeah. us The title again please? The, the title again Is Island Jewels The Natural History Of Western Australia's Islands By Ian Abbott And Andrew A. Burbage And it is out today It's quite a large format book Yeah It's um, excellent Magnificent, you know around 370 pages work. yeah mm. beautiful beautiful work
1: yeah real reference
0: so look, for now for something completely different let's mm. go to penny thomas telling us about the, the the wine regions in and around adelaide okay so joining us now on the pod well-traveled is penny thomas penny welcome back to the pod
3: yes hi will how are you
0: good thank you uh now we are talking adelaide we're talking wine regions and um well south australia but but you're specifically focusing on what's not too far from adelaide and as many listeners will know obviously the barossa valley being an obvious example Mm. there's so much to explore there that it's you know why would you go anywhere else it's only what three hours from western australia where we're recording um and even closer to the East Coast. Yeah, mm. no,
3: yeah, definitely. That's so true. And um, what's interesting is Adelaide itself is actually named one of the wa- um, great wine capitals um, of the world. So right. there's 11 sort of cities that are sort of within that 11 sort of group, um, you know, places like Bordeaux, Porto and Napa Valley. So to have Adelaide and somewhere in Australia on that list is pretty mm. impressive in itself. Absolutely. And it's definitely worth talking about. So I guess there's three sorts of why, well, there's three main wine regions within an hour of Adelaide, which um, I'll be discussing in my story, um, but I'll talk you through some of those today. So, most people will know the Barossa, and then you've also got Adelaide Hills, and then McLaren, McLaren Vale. Mm. Um, so, in the story that I've put together, we've sort of listed through the top wineries, where to stay, and then also where to eat, because it's not just about wine in those different regions. There's also plenty to eat, and also to see. There's lots of sort of beautiful sweeping landscapes mm. that um, if you're a sort of naturalist as well you can go bird watching and and there's lots of different sort of um, botanic gardens as well that you can check out yeah, and it's really yeah, beautiful sure. and a lot of them are sort of the I guess the gardens and and the natural sort of landscape is very much entwined with with the wine producing as well because they're so close to to one another so it's an interesting place and because you know most um people from Perth they can fly right into the Adelaide airport and if you like, hire a car and be within these regions, which are really world renowned. Um, within, you know, sometimes even half an hour. So you could easily do these trips um, on a weekend away, or, or spend, you know, four four or five days and yeah, come which back is to amazing. Earth. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah.
0: I mean, it's it's interesting to me too. Again, because we're recording points in Australia, people would would also associate wine grain with the Swan Valley, Margaret River, all those sorts of places. But they're, they're very different, aren't they, I guess, if you compare them to what's on offer in Adelaide, in and around Adelaide. Yes,
3: yeah, certainly. I think um, around Adelaide, the, the different wine sort of varieties that you get within such a close proximity is mm. really interesting. Um, I was sort of thinking it, it's sort of like music as well or a music genre. You could be into one sort of type, but even if you're not into that type, you might find that at the next cellar right, door right or something like door. that. Right next door, exactly. You know? so yeah. And I think that a lot of the wine producers are also sort of aware of that too. So, they'll help you navigate, oh, mm. if you're into this, you should go to this region. So... Yeah, it would be a really um, great place for wine connoisseurs to go, but even people that aren't really experts in wine at all, which, you know, I probably fall into that category and I love just tasting and seeing what flavours are where and, and maybe how the landscape sort of shapes that as well.
0: Yeah, but also, um, as you mentioned before too, the natural beauty. So again, if you're not specifically into wine, there's so much to see. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I, particularly with the Barossa Valley, I think there's uh, some heritage elements there too, some of the historic buildings and so forth. Yeah, yeah. Mm. A, lot
3: the, um, a lot of the wineries were sort of started in the 1800s. So mm. it's, it's got a lot of history there and, it's, and beautiful, beautiful structures as well. Yes. I think there's um, Chateau Tanunda that okay. looks like a really – it almost looks like a castle. So wow. Yeah, there's some really beautiful buildings for architecture sort of buffs and, and even people just like to see something historic and impressive that you don't always get in different pockets of Australia. So um, that's definitely worth worth having a look for too. And also Adelaide itself is just known for its arts and, Absolutely. and festivals. So mm. you really could go at any time of year. I mean, the beautiful thing about Australia is that we don't really have proper winters in those types of climates as well. Sure. So it's a really yeah. great place all year round if mm. you want to taste mm. and Taste your way
0: through the, the wine regions. <laughs> <laughs> Toast your way through the wine regions. I love that. Okay. Yeah. Well, we we'll look forward to reading more about this in the pages, the travel pages of the West Australian yes. soon. In the meantime, Penny, thanks for joining us on the Podwell Travel.
3: Thanks, Will.
0: I don't need to ask either of you gentlemen, presumably, whether you're fans or not.
2: Oh, yeah. Um, we'll let Geoffrey start. I've got a big connection what, there, so yeah. What, what, the, the Barossa
1: Valley. The Barossa uh, is, it comes immediately to mind, doesn't place. it? Magnificent you know, place. Just uh, outstanding.
0: And the point Penny makes, too, is the fact that it's not just about the wine, it's about the history as
1: well, the heritage yeah. buildings. It's it's yeah. incredible, isn't it's it? A ma- it's a magnificent part of the world and well, well, well worth a visit. Mm, yeah, definitely. Mm,
2: definitely. Mm. Yeah, we have a big family wedding in uh, Adelaide in February. Oh, really? Actually. Yes, my son is marrying a young lady from Adelaide so we've got a big the huge family wedding over there they're they're an Adelaide family
0: so, so there'll be lots of we lots have of, uh South Australian wine being we, down presumably are a
2: family of greek descent so we um greek heritage I should say so we've we're really looking forward to that and mm. having her as part of our family of course which she is so <laughs> indeed and they are yeah. you know so yeah yeah, it's interesting how you get connected to a place, isn't it? Mm, you know, mm, that mm. uh, you know, Adelaide and South Australia feels very much part of our orbit now, you know, indeed, because we have personal connection. Same with all our travels, you make a friend. Just going back to where Mauritius, you know, the connection for me, of course, is to Madagascar. Mm. I mean, Mauritius is nice, but I'm, I'm almost obsessed with Madagascar, and um. You know, so to be able to connect back through there is really exciting. Mm. no no just and that's Good because point. of friendships. Yeah, know. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that
0: you have there. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just reading another new book on um the the I guess I guess it's the Arab Empire you know, earlier when when Baghdad was the, basically mm. the center of the universe, and the book is written through the eyes of all the people, the personalities, and right. it makes a really big difference. I think when you mm. when you write history that way become something really individual and personal connection, human it? connection yeah. exactly right. yeah. well well let's disconnect that's the yep. show we're off for a coffee <laughs> so <laughs> i will connect <laughs> um you as i said uh, Penny's story is in this saturday's travel section of the west australian my story on so the island jewels is yeah. also in the same publication and you can catch both of those stories online at the west.com.au um, a little bit later on down the track as well as a whole heap of other stuff Anything um, you want to say? Oh, you've got yeah, you want to mention look, about...
1: Air Mauritius. If I could f- oh, Air Mauritius, of course, yeah. is in Saturday. Also, right? Oh, Jim that's in this Saturday as well. Yeah, and also we're having a fascinating look at airfares. Right. The, yeah. truth, the yeah. truth, the truth behind truth the airfares. airfares. The truth about wow. airfares. Oh, gee, the buried, great expose. Gee,
0: unmissable. I'm glad did, you mentioned well, yeah. it. We buried the
2: lead in the show. But, <laughs> but this should be the top story.
0: No, right? no, there's actually, there's there's almost too much packed into this weekend's travel it's, editions. It's going to be a ripper edition. It really we could, is. We could yeah. use it, almost too much. That's our new slogan.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, well, just, too much is never enough. Just to wrap up, I will mm. mention, because we mentioned last week um, uh tour to India. Yes, indeed. Um, and that's full. Mm. So that filled up, we... We kind of launched that last Wednesday. Yeah. And by the end of the weekend, all 30 spots were full. Mm. We've put together a second departure, but sort of without me. So I'll meet the second, straight off the first group. Mm. I'll meet the second group. I'll do a kind of an evening to welcome them, Mm. something a bit special to welcome them to India, spend the first day with them, then I have to leave. But um, the advantage for the second group will be that, having just been around with our tour manager, they'll know exactly what we expect and what we yes, do with our leaders yes. and so there's a lot of benefit even in being in the second group so you're going to charge it, slightly more because i'm not there so. <laughs> <laughs> there's thing the things a premium in there so just to clarify <laughs> it'll
0: be the same tour manager or the same it's the company. same tour manager right. straight away yeah oh well, that's so fantastic I, so yeah.
2: um yeah so they'll just be very familiar with, mm, with exactly our type of travelers exactly right? mm. what mm. they yes. need and want and expect and how much information, story, and mm. he'll do—he'll uh, do a very similar thing in the second trip to the first. So, yeah, it's still very much my itinerary, mm. and with people really tuned into what our readers, you know, like to get out of their trips. But say so the first, we had thirty places on the first, and it was full by the end of the
0: weekend. Mm. So, mm. very What's impressive. That? And mm. all all our all yeah, our next tours year, tend to tour fill to. up quite equally. They do. Mm. They do. So, and I know
2: that you're working on a very
0: big. I am something very exciting. Can't wait to launch coming that. up in May. I can't wait to launch sometime it. around May. I'm not going to say anything else, but yep. it's going to be we amazing. We have a whole so
2: new s- sub brand or a whole new line of uh, tours with Will.
0: Indeed, okay. and and again, if you want to pay more, then you can go without <laughs> me. So <laughs> there's <was> always <laughs> that option. Okay, guys, I think it's coffee okay, time. Coffee Thanks again time. for your company. We'll see you guys next week on the pod. Well yeah. travelled. Absolutely. Thanks, Will.